where like when I tell you there's loads of food like loads of food like dro- like things that you can keep for a long time basically yeah. that would be helping people who you know don't have access to food like that I'm just thinking this government is evil man but like how can you it there and for apparently who? the government like government officials xyz like I don't even know how these people managed to find it but they what they were saving it for themselves I don't know that's the thing I'm not too sure of the context of why it was there but it was just there and there was lots of it and they were just like raw like how is this all here when your people are starving out there? Do you know what I mean? Mad. Like, this Mad. is absolutely crazy. They just never felt amazed at this point. Honestly. Like, there's there's no more, like... Oh, I just... I don't know, man. It's just... It's a lot to process. Yeah. It's, that is coming to light, but it's a lot to process as well. Because it just makes you think of what other things are happening that aren't being recorded, that aren't being yeah, exactly. That's what's so scary, because there's probably so much going on, honestly. And thank goodness for social media, because again, the BBC are reporting it and so forth and so forth. But yeah, I don't want to say too much. Social media activism, like, does it work or... I think it does. I think so. Do you think it works? Yeah. I mean, Definitely yeah, I mean, a thing. Um, I feel like social media activism is pretty new, obviously, because social media is pretty new. So, again, it seems to have worked because, again, people are, are protesting. You know, I've seen a lot of Nigerians protesting in, in the UK, in London, in Vienna, in France even in the US, so it seems to work, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder if and... there's any in Italy, because there's so many Nigerians in Italy. No, yeah, yeah, Vienna's Italy, no? Oh, shame. No. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, we moved. <laughs> yeah, the, the geography is poor. Me as well, I can't lie. Wow. <laughs> wow. Well, continue <laughs> um but yeah it's really nice to see how like united everyone is being you know with the different issues that are happening whether it be nigeria drc mm. um even the caribbean as well with that oil spill yeah like it's nice to see people coming together but for me a part of me is like yeah we can all retweet but what's really being done about it do you know what i mean mm. like i can retweet to my heart's content you know um and xyz and i can put it on my story and i can do whatever but what am i actually doing that will actually help you know ensure that these things aren't these things are happening will either be stopped or you know there'll be some sort of resolve to it you know what i mean yeah because retweeting can only do so much exactly and again you know some people might say they don't have the means to donate and you know like Again, you know, the more you look into things, the more you find that there's issues everywhere. Um, you can only do so much, and I understand that. But it's like, where do we go from here? You know, yeah. I can, and I'm not saying that it's that you shouldn't and you shouldn't protest or whatever, because I'm definitely for it, because that that brings about 
more media presence because as we've seen I feel like you know even NSARS and what's happening in Congo and so forth Congo is bleeding it's not really getting as much media attention yeah as opposed to what I'm seeing on like Twitter and stuff I'm seeing loads of tweets on Twitter but BBC News all those other big um can I say news providers uh um I'm looking for the right answer. Yeah, just go with that. I can't just go with that. Then people who who uh, uh, read us the news, yeah. It's not really talking about it. Like, I saw on BBC, was it Sky, not too long ago, uh, they had someone, was it yesterday, someone, like, live at the protests, basically, in London, which is good because, again, there's more... There's more... Um, what's the word there's more exposure yes that's it there's more exposure Mm -hmm. so then obviously it'll be talked about more but again like I said back to the matter of like you know retweeting reposting and donating and stuff makes you kind of question like what's what's the next step yeah because even with I think the whole like oh I don't want it to sound bad, but the whole like donating thing, I'm here for it and I'll do it 100%. Mm-hmm. But I think the UK Black Lives Matter movement, yeah, and like with the funds Bro. that just magically appeared, I'm just like, so where's the money actually going? You know? They up to this day, you know, to this day, nobody knows where the money is. Joking. They tweeted something though, they tweeted something about the money and how, about where it was going. They said that they're currently, like, you know, trying to um, relocate. Not relocate, sorry. Oh, my gosh, I did not say that. <laughs> Don't quote me on that. <laughs> they um, they were saying how, like, with everything that they've accumulated, per se, I'm paraphrasing here, everything that they've accumulated, they're trying to allocate their resources efficiently Yeah. to, you know, um, not bail funds, but getting the right resources for people who, who need it basically i don't know man because all of this was happening in summer we're, we're approaching winter what's really going on and and it just seems so disingenuous because i think they tried to lie and say they wanted to go on the receipts podcast to talk about it and um audrey did a tweet like i don't know what's going on but they never reached out like that was never a thing um we haven't heard from them it's just too many lies too many lies that's the problem as well so now it's just making me question like well if you're lying about that then what else are you lying about like no it's just one thing after the next of them man i mean as much as i hope like they are actually working out you know how to go about spending the money or distributing the money. It's just, it's too many red flags. Way too many. Yeah, 100%. Flags. But we'll see, time will tell, man. Honestly, time will really tell. Yes. But I feel like with everything that's happening, it's just like, I'd hate to be that person that's like, well, you're not saying anything, so, you know, you don't really care. When in reality, that's not always true. Mm-hmm. But it just feels like, I don't know, like, I just feel like even people within my own community, people outside of that, like, it's just kind of like, you're not really saying anything. Do you know what I mean? No one's like, 
even if you're posting your story about you know whatever is happening or some just something to show that you have a bit of empathy and that you empathize with what's happening or rather you empathize with people around that situation like I just feel like some people they'll just do their their small black lives matter post there and then that's it they'll be like yeah that's enough social justice for me Mm. that's it yeah and it's it's just a bit mad really because it's like even if it doesn't directly impact you like it still impacts you do you know what i mean yeah 100% 100% yeah um with beyonce People were screaming for Beyonce to speak on it as if it's it's God themselves talking. And then she's finally done a statement. And has it improved the situation? I, I couldn't even tell you. But the way people are jumping on her back, like, of course, I understand um, you can't use African aesthetic, you know, when it suits you and when there's actual crisis going on and stuff like you step back but at the same time like what she's she's in the entertainment business she's not a politician okay fair enough of course she's got some sort of weight in terms of because of her uh um what's the word i'm looking for her profile her standing her status yeah but at the same time this is not a a world leader this is not a politician like what do you expect her to do go there in the flesh and take the bullets like I don't understand people are expecting way too much from ordinary people at the end of the day when I feel like all of that should be directed at people who can actually provoke change or organizations that can actually provoke change but then it's weird like I see both sides of it because she did use kind of African aesthetic for what is it? Black is King. It mm. just released. So, like, I see both sides, but then at the same time, I just think people give her too much power. I don't understand. Oh, that. yeah. Definitely. Like, I only saw that people were were seeking her out when, I think, I don't know if it was her publicist or someone along those lines um, reposted a statement where it was like, just because the person is silent on the issue doesn't mean they're not working behind the scenes and X, Y, Z. But again, like you said, because because people have given us such a such a title and such a I don't know if gravitas is the right word, yeah. but they've given us too much too much uh, status. It's kind of like really and truly, yeah. Like you can have all the funds in the world, but you know if you can't really provoke change, then there's no point of that person being called upon. Because I really don't understand what her speaking out will. What will that actually do? Is that gonna move? Like I, I don't know. I don't understand. I don't know if people are saying it just because they just want to hear her support the movement, or if they actually think she can bring about any change. But again, maybe it's not people thinking that um that she's going to bring about change because i'm sorry you know like you said beyonce is not a politician so she can't really 
bring about that change? I don't know. Who knows? And honestly, who knows? Yeah, but realistically, probably not. But again, maybe bring more awareness to the issues that are happening. Because, like you said, she benefited off, mm. you know, u- utilizing different cultures from the continent itself. So why wouldn't you speak up on um, issues that pertain to that continent? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, sweetie, the um, the rapper, the rapper, yeah, rapper. She must have done the live with um a nigerian guy to talk about sars and you know what's happening in nigeria at the moment which is exactly how you utilize your platform to educate those on your platform about what's happening because again you know black lives don't just matter in the us they don't just matter in the uk they matter wherever black lives are so it's good to educate your the different platforms or the different audiences should i say about what's happening to you know the different countries within that continent i think again that's what she should be doing so that people are aware of what's happening because again beyonce has a very very big platform she has a very big audience you know so it's like why wouldn't you use that to bring awareness to what is happening Mm. i get it in that sense actually yeah but i don't know i feel that people expect a not expect a lot from her because I feel like standing up against it is the standard thing to do but I feel like people expect doing that well I can't speak English today but like (laughs) (laughs) I think they have their expectations are too high in terms of once she's spoken out I don't know I think they expect something bigger will happen than in reality I don't know let me just keep my mouth shut no yeah I get you though I get you though and I think even people who are listening will get you because that's the under that's the undertone of what they're saying though they're expecting her to to bring about massive change when in reality in in the like in the simplest of terms she is literally just an artist she literally just she's just she's just a musician she's just an artist like there's not much that she can do apart from speak about it and bring about awareness that's it she can donate to you know um the right charities the right organizations to ensure that people are being helped um but then after that that's pretty much it isn't it like don't really see her going to the nigerian government or any government for that matter and being like yo you guys are doing the wrong thing here like nah (laughs) so it's yeah it's it's a sticky one it's a sticky one. Oh, it's not. It's not a sticky one, but... She should have said something just for the sake of saying it. But with that being said, people shouldn't expect that to bring about monumental change because in reality is not going to. But it would be nice to see support from someone who draws from, you know, African culture. Exactly, yeah. I think that's just the key part, isn't it? It's just the key thing. Um, You know, I can't speak on many other artists I don't know if they are also bringing about awareness but I'm sure different people are retweeting different things and tweeting different things about you know um all the things that are happening so it's just it's just all about getting the information out there and letting your followers you know if you're someone on social media or if you're an influencer or celebrity or whatever letting your audience know about what's happening that's it period 
what they do with that information is on them but so long as they have the information that's key rerouting my train of thought um and now i even forgot the point never mind (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna say um it's a shame that all of this is happening in black history month yeah but i don't know i feel like because for me i don't like to condense black history into one month so i'm not even like about black history month in the first place because i feel like black history should be celebrated 365 days out of the year so i don't know i don't put a lot of kind of weight on it but it's just i do agree in a sense that so much has happened in such a short period of time yeah which is a shame and i don't know if you saw i don't know what her name is but there was like a black MP, I'm sure she was a Tory anyway, must have been, but she was arguing against um, colonial um, British history being taught in schools. And I just think, like, I feel like that's just so stupid because, again, history, British history is not just about Henry VIII and his six wives or whatever. It's more to it than that. And I feel like you need to talk about the good and the bad and the ugly to get a full scope of what British history is all about. Like my friend at one point was saying how, shout out to my friend who said this, Um, (laughs) my friend was saying how, um, you know, Black History Month should be about celebrating um, like the positives, you know, um, the different cultures that exist, you know, across the globe and just all the good stuff basically. But in my head, I feel like you need to talk about the bad as well, because it's from the bad that, you know, we've we've managed to have different cultures that have, you know, what's the word? I was going to say popped up, you know, as in. Yeah. (laughs) Not popped up, but again, popped up, yeah. Um, So we need to talk about the ugly. And um, obviously with the state that the, I was going to say the country, the world is in, you know, luckily we have social media to kind of tell us what happened. But, you know, back in the day, we don't have cameras. We don't have history. Like, it's literally all that history has been written out. So it's like, I feel like it's important to have um, those conversations, especially during Black History Month, just to ensure that the history is not being forgotten. Because, unfortunately, that is our history. Whether we lived in the UK or the US or wherever, you know, that is part of our history as a Black as the black community so it's like it's important that we actually do learn about that i'm just in shock that a black person said nah we shouldn't learn about um colonial british history because it will paint um, britain in a bad light and it's just like well it's painting britain for what it is so like that just shocked me but then i she was a tory so it doesn't shock me that much you know what i even saw the video on it must have been maybe insta and i read the caption and i just scrolled right past i i can't be wasting time energy it's just draining i saw it was a black lady i saw the caption i said not today 
there's only so much I can take honestly it's too much especially these days and you open up the TL you open up Instagram feed and you're just bombarded with so much but then I'm like torn between keeping myself um, informed and like knowing okay that's enough like my mental health is really declining let me take a break Oh, yeah, 100%. I even felt like that today. I feel like at some point, you just have to not switch off because, again, you're aware of what's happening, but you have to take a step back because it's traumatising to see those type of type of things online. You're seeing all sorts of videos, um, and it's just like, whoa, 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 whoa. I need to take a step back from a mental because it's a lot to process. Mm. Even for someone who even for someone who is well aware of what's happening and so forth and is well informed, it's still a lot to process. Um, so I feel like it's key for people just to take a time out as well because you will get burnt out very quickly. And again, some of the things, like I said, they're just very graphic. Um, so yeah, I 100% agree with you. Sometimes you really need to filter it out and you know, even social media as well. I say more Twitter than than Instagram because, like I said, people people like to use social justice for for image on Instagram. Um, but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, no tea, no shade. Um, but I feel like Twitter's more so like you see tweet after tweet after tweet, which is amazing. It's good, you know. It's being the information is being put out there, but then you're seeing videos. You're seeing, you know um pictures and and it's just like again there's no trigger warnings and people are complaining that you know there's no time to put trigger warnings and stuff like that but I personally I think you should because again if you're posting graphic stuff you know you don't know who's going to be seeing that I could be sitting with my niece I'm scrolling through Twitter and I see one one graphic thing there and now she's seen that too do you know what I mean yeah so again it's about being wary but yeah so again like I said if you need to switch off switch off for a bit because it's a lot to process yeah no it is but it's it's kind of interesting seeing people saying um like a lot of people think this these are new crises new issues when in reality these things have been happening and it's just like because of social media that is coming out people are like filming and stuff sharing and I actually thank god for that you know because honestly that if if they were allowed to keep all of this hidden especially because even think about how they turned off the the cctv before they were shooting and it's just I don't know I just I'm happy with the fact that it's hard to get away with things these days but then I guess it's kind of catch-22 because there's that side of it but then also on the other side there's less privacy and stuff everyone can see everything all the time but then I guess pros and cons but I'm happy it's all coming to life yeah definitely definitely and I feel like again with the whole argument of oh you know um this person's staying quiet and this person isn't doing enough again you don't know how much that person knows um again even speaking with my family about it this is something obviously I'm from from 
Congo if people didn't know already. <laughs> um, but yeah, obviously talking to my family about it, it's just kind of like, oh, raw, like, you've been knowing what's happening. Like, you know, my parents watch the news all the time. So I've I've known that the country was in kind of a state of disarray for a very long time. Um, but again, you know, social media is bringing it more to the forefront now, which is good. But I feel like if someone isn't really saying too much about it, doesn't mean to say that they're like not doing anything at all, if that makes sense. Yeah. No. So it's 50, it's 50, 50, 50, 50. But again, it's kind of annoying because people kind of make it out as if this is a new issue and like, oh, like, why aren't you doing anything? It's like, well, not. Nah, it's been going on for long. It's going on for a very long time. It's just that now it's, it's come to your attention and now you want to act like you know everything about it and do you know what I mean it sounds a bit weird but it's just like there's no politics to what you know what you don't know just try and do the best that you can to inform people that you know and donate if you can and that's it like no one needs to be saying oh you don't know this you don't know that do you know what I mean yeah but um there's one thing I kind of wanted to circle back to your point about um, having wanting to learn kind of the good, bad and the ugly during black history. Um, but wouldn't you, do you feel like you know enough about, like, okay, no, let me just ask, a, did you learn about slavery and stuff in school? Or any sort of black history that's not kind of like American civil rights? No. At all? Not at all. Oh, yeah, like it was not at all. I think what really spurred my interest was learning like about civil rights um, in like year 10. So again, you just learn about it from programs on TV and stuff like that. Never been taught about it in school, if I remember correctly. Mm, that's crazy. I feel, but then again, that being said, they don't really teach a lot. Like we had, I think it was year nine. We had, um, I don't even know how long it lasted. Probably like maybe three, four weeks of lessons because you have, like, history once a week, isn't it? So. Mm. we had to, we learned about kind of I can't remember how they split it up but we had to watch like parts of Roots that kind of corresponded to the section we were learning about so we had like the before where we watched like the very beginning of Roots when they're in their villages um, and then they're captured and then it goes into like the middle passage section where we had to watch a bit of like they're captured put on the boat and then a bit of the after when they arrive in America and how they're made to kind of submit. But, I mean, four weeks of, of lessons in the, in the grand scheme of things isn't a lot. But maybe, I don't know, maybe then being... Because when I grew up, we, we had to watch it in, in terms of, like, my nan made us watch it. And I really didn't want to, and I was very young. Gave me nightmares for weeks. But it was something that we kind of had to do to learn about where we came from. I don't know if that's because our ancestors were directly affected. So it hit more, it well, hit home more. But um, that's something that 
yeah, we had to we had to watch it whether we like it or not and learn about it. So I'm at a point now where I've learned too much about our suffering and not enough about achievements. Mm. Um, but I guess everyone's different because not many people um, are as informed about slavery and not even just slavery. But that's I just feel like we're too limited to the slave trade when there was life before it and life after it. So much happens kind of in between. But that's the only part they focus on to kind of keep us. It, to me, it's like enforcing inferiority. And that's why I don't like it. Ah, uh, yeah, I get you. I get you. I get you. 100% I get you. I get where you're coming from. And I guess that's why I'm kind of like, I'm for teaching the good, the bad and the ugly. Because mm. again, you could argue we focus on the ugly a lot, but that's not even the ugliest of the ugly. Do you know what I mean? True, like, yeah. Even now at my tender age of 22, like I'm constantly trying to find new documentaries about the slave trade, you know, just about even just trying to research what Africa looked like before uh, colonisation, just, you know, how the countries were set up because it's, again, like, that history just kind of been wiped away. Like, no one knows. Mm-hmm. It's been written out. Um, so I feel like it's important to have like you said, the before, the during and the after and the current as well, um, just to get more insight as to, you know, our, our ancestry and what it was like. And again, it just annoys me when you have MPs who are voting against it because it's like you're impeding about learning about your own culture, your own oh, they don't want to know. Your history. You're, you're impeding other people to learn about their history because regardless of how you feel about Britain and whatever, you know, they are still a part of our history, you know, whether we like it or not. Um, And the US the same. So it's good that we learn about, you know, the slave trade in the US and so forth. But we really need to bring it back to British history and like not everyday World War Two and Guy Fawkes and Henry VIII. Sometimes how the UK went to go and um, still, you know, wherever off from whatever country because they really went into they really went and conquered too many countries there. So yeah, I just yeah yeah, it's crazy. Not even just the UK, France as well, you know. France yeah. and Belgium. Up to this mm. day, I swear Haiti are still paying, which is bizarre when you think about it that's what I mean like there's just so many issues in this world yeah and deep down they all boil down to colonialism like they all boil down to that because before these these colonial powers came to you know said countries they were doing fine obviously they everyone has beef on on their own turf do you know what I mean yeah but it was managed and then you have these 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 colonial power thinking yeah yeah yeah, calm we're gonna come here we're gonna take everything that you have we're gonna mash up everything basically and then we're gonna go we're gonna give you independence we're gonna go but you still have to pay us it doesn't make any sense but people i feel like people kind of don't read into that because again it's not really that well known because then once you once you once you learn about that it makes you think oh like but why are they paying france money doesn't make sense but these are the dodgy dealings that happen like 
people think independence came willy-nilly like it came for free like they just said okay cool like we're done here now we're gonna go you have your country back boom like people think it's as simple as that and again that's why people need to do their research and they need to look into history because it's not as easy as one two three like deals were made things were signed that in turn makes the country worse off than better off Mm-hmm. just because they have independence like it's mad it's just all mad like and even when you think about it okay so you've you've forced entry into these countries exploited pillaged raped murdered massacred all of that stuff enforce your rule on these people and then okay they're fighting for independence rightly so they gain independence but because of all they've gone through First of all, that's so much trauma to unpack. You've just messed up their old system of things to a point where they probably don't even remember what those old systems looked like. What are they supposed to... Where are they supposed to go from there? Of course, they're going to adopt from the systems that the British or French, Belgian... How do you say Belgian? What Belgian people call Belgian? Yeah. (laughs) so of course you're going to kind of draw up a new way of life but based on those foundations if that makes sense so you're already starting off warped do you get what I mean yeah 100% yeah everything that's going on I'm so sorry we already know the roots the causes the western world you know they've poisoned Uh, everything and that is why things are the way they are now to the point where because of this warped way of thinking that Africans, Caribbeans, maybe even Asians too, everyone who has adopted or everyone who's been under their rule, um, it's just messed up kind of, because look at, for example, there's a lot of leaders, I can only speak for for Africa and the Caribbean because that's what I know and what I've been seeing, I don't know about because I know India was under um, British rule for a very long time but there's a lot of corruption and these people are money hungry but why is that you have to look at the roots the foundations I swear they've just the British have poisoned everything British French Belgian Portuguese too poisoned everything yeah 100 percent 100 percent and that's why I say all the issues that you know, um, the Afri- African continent is enduring is due to colonialism. A hundred percent. And again, how do you even heal from colonialism? Because again, like some of these, some of these African countries have only gained independence a good 40, 50 years ago. Yeah. So like they're still babies in terms of like being quote unquote, like new countries. So it's like, like how do you how do you unpack all of that how do you how do you then fix that because there's just so much to unpack there's so much to fix like do you just get rid of the whole system do you remove the the head of the system and replace that head of the system but then it's just time and time again like um time and time again you know these big powers the US the UK um it's just funny because when you actually think about it deep down yeah they're not even they're not even that big they have no natural resources but they still have all the power but anyway yeah these people come and still put their input here and there 
just ruined DRC for the worst. So that's what I mean. Like the US, the UK, they get involved because they know that if these said countries then, you know, have, you know, good presidents or prime ministers and so forth, they would it will just ruin what they have. They'll ruin the access that they have to these countries. You know what I mean? Mm. That's why the likes of Apple and you know, all these companies are able to just come and, you know, filter through the the continent, these countries so easily because money-hungry officials and money-hungry leaders and whatever are just signing these deals away because, again, it's putting money in their pocket. Yeah. Yeah. Man, it's actually a joke. It's it's sickening, and I'm just so tired of. And you know what? It's just the timing. Well, I'm happy that this came out in the first place because it needs to be addressed. But the timing of this, we've been screaming all summer, Black Lives Matter, um, the powers that be in the West were being persecuted, were being you know, held down. And then look, we're doing it to our own. So what kind of message is this sending across in terms of asking for or demanding equality? Because they can just turn around and be like, because they love to say, when you bring this up kind of in conversation, they love to turn around and say, well, you guys are killing yourselves anyway, black on black crime, which already I don't even agree with. But this is even, it is worse. It's just, I'm just, it really be your own people. I'm tired. I'm fed up. It's it's exhausting. No, it is. It is exhausting. And again, sometimes I feel like, well, Joanna, you have no right to be tired because it's like you're not there. But then it's like, well, it's tiring to see black people are always, okay, not always, but you know, just black lives just always suffering wherever you are, mm-hmm. whether it's at, whether it's here in the UK where we're based or abroad. And it's just like, it's, t- it's tiring to see that as well. On top of it's tiring to feel so helpless sometimes. Cause again, like I said, at the very beginning, you can retweet, you can donate, but again, if it's not creating change, then it's like, Oh, like, you know, you just kind of feel, you just feel helpless. Cause it's like, okay, what else can I do? Well, there's nothing else I can really do. I've done the most that I can at this point. So it's like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's just, oh, it's hard, man. It's hard. It's a lot. It's honestly a lot. And another, like, pet peeve I have, which, I mean, it might not be a big deal, but I feel like, within the black community there's so many different there's so much division and it's like when everybody is kind of sectioning themselves off into different groups it's how can I even articulate this it's a distraction and it's taking the focus away from the actual cause because people are too busy dividing themselves like why am I seeing black lives matter, black trans lives matter, black feminist lives matter, black 
Nigerians matter, black Congolese matter. Is black not black? Why are we all separating into these other little divisions? Because then you'll be less powerful. If you could all just come together, black lives are black lives at the end of the day. You don't need subsections. Black is black. And I'm seeing so many different movements kind of being birthed out of Black Lives Matter. And like, you guys are just, it's a distraction. Why do you feel the need to branch off? If you're Black Nigerian, you're Black. If you're Black trans, you're Black. If you're a Black feminist, you're Black. Why? It's really starting to irritate me because I feel like it's doing more harm than good in terms of it's not uniting people under one cause. People are too busy working on their own little kind of... Anyway, let me stop. But in my mind, it doesn't make sense. It really doesn't make I get sense. you. I get you. I get you 100%. And I agree. It shouldn't be segregated. But I feel like, unfortunately, in the society we live in, you know... Um, sometimes people do have to segregate themselves arguably I could say that um and this is a big generalization because it doesn't apply to everyone but you could say I don't know for example maybe the black community isn't as welcoming to the LGBT community so therefore they need to create their own space you know because they then intersect with different circles they are also black yes but they are also part of the LGBT community yes and maybe that's why they have to section themselves off because they don't feel safe in their own big community. So they have to section off. So I'm I'm torn 50-50. Again, I feel like it should all be united, but I feel like realistically, like, especially when it comes to like LGBT, I, I believe it's LGBTA. Um, what is the asexual? Like, I think asexual. Okay. I think so. Yeah, even even that, I I need to do some research as well. Um, so excuse me if I'm wrong, but again, I feel like certain groups within the black community don't feel as welcomed within the black community, so they choose to section themselves off because if you don't feel like you're welcome in the big one, just make your own one type of thing. Mm. But I hundred percent agree with you. We should all be one big community, and you know black is black at the end of the day doesn't matter if you're from america or from britain or from grenada it doesn't matter we're all black at the end of the day so we should all try and stick together as opposed to kind of like tearing each other apart and that's low-key why i'm i'm low-key okay now i'm saying this but i'm being dramatic but at times i just feel like i'm finished with the whole black lives matter because People are saying that, but their actions are showing something else. They pick and choose. A hundred percent. And I don't have time for it. I really don't have time for it. Like, even to the point... Well, yeah... Um, why am I saying yes? Was it yesterday, actually, that the there was a protest at the Nigerian embassy? Yeah, I believe so, yeah. Like, this is kind of going off, but it'll make sense when I finish. <laughs> I liked how the, there was like unity, they were kind of singing traditional songs, there were speakers and stuff. And then, to, like, it's to me, that's kind of a serious protest. 
and then like the Black Lives Matter protest. Why am I seeing videos of people doing the candy in the roads? And like, I feel like if you're, if you're angry about something and you want change, I just, I don't understand why people are dancing. I don't know. Maybe I'm going off on a tangent, but I just feel like sometimes I just feel like I'm done because to me, that's unserious. That's very unserious. But anyway, I'm going off. There's so many things that I'm. I, there's so many things I'm seeing that's just making me feel like I'm done. Imagine black people are being killed by police and you're doing candy in the streets. Like it's not a wedding. It's not a function. It's not a party. Like I get okay, maybe the cultural aspect, but there's the, read the room. There's really a time and a place. Like. I'm just getting really, I'm getting so frustrated. <laughs> I'm still finished at someone doing candy, but you know what? Yeah, I think, again, this this stereotype of, of Black people making bad situations better, I feel like it's a stereotype that we need to get rid of. As in... Because it's, it's, it's not everything that you must sing and dance to because to lighten, you know, to lighten the mood or whatever. That's not your job. What is you know that? What I mean? And it's not even just here. I think in America they call it electric slides. Why are there masses doing electric slides in the street? Like people are dying. I'm just there's so many little things I'm seeing, isolated incidents. Yeah, that's making me feel like you know what, black people. We're not serious. We're not serious. Well, some. I was gonna say most. That might be a stretch. No, yeah, there's people who are serious. There are. Like deep that, Joanna. No, yeah, yeah, I, I am, I am. And you know what, what makes me laugh, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> I probably would have been doing electric slide as well. Yeah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> no, do you know what it is, though? Like, I think it's just to lighten the mood, but sometimes, like you said, read the room. It's not the right time. We're here for a serious matter, and, you know, we need to keep going with that. Um. But yeah, no, I do, I, I do agree with you. So I'm just picturing Imagine people doing like, at the Nigerian <laughs> embassy. People are doing shaku shaku outside of the embassy. Like, come on, we're here for something serious. Like they, what I saw anyway, like was they did it right. Anyway, not to say that there's a right and a wrong way, but to me, it seemed a lot more respectable, serious. People were there for a reason. Imagine anyway, let me just leave it there. I just I just <laughs> like I don't get it. I really don't get it. But we move. No, yeah, fair enough, man. Fair enough. I just, <laughs> just, I just I'm still sorry, I'm still finished. <laughs> I was like, what? One and one girl even had one you know them big speakers carrying it on her shoulder everyone's doing that it's like can they what are you what people are dying sometimes i'm just finished people need to fix up people really need to fix up it's either that or i don't even want to hear it fix up or i don't even want to be hearing black lives matter anymore because if you're gonna come come correct no it's true it is true it's true and i think obviously we can all learn from one another, learn from our mistakes as, as well. Hundred um, percent, definitely. Like even this 
protest on Sunday um, for um, for DRC and what's happening over there. I'm just like, I don't know what to expect, to be honest. Um, what do you mean? You know, God willing, I can actually go. Like, I'm not too sure what to expect. Like, what's the structure of it going to be like? You know, are there going to be speakers there? You know, I'm just not too sure what's going to happen. But, yeah, just have to wait and see, to be honest. In a lot of the cases, a lot of them are like, well, sorry, adverts. <laughs> a lot of them are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry if the sound has a little. <laughs> oh, I tried to God. hold it down. And I thought, why am I suffering? Slit out. <laughs> um, a lot of them, like I remember, the justice for Belly was well organized. A lot of the time, they you'll get there and they'll have people kind of stood by to kind of not instruct you or usher you on to, you know. Um, I feel like a lot of the time they're very organised. Let's hope this one comes correct too. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. These are serious. Even we didn't even we didn't even get into what's going on in Congo, man. Because what is what are we gonna do? Are we all boycotting? Or because something needs to happen? I don't think. Again, like I like I was telling you today earlier today, like again. We don't even know what the alter- alternative is for. Is it Colton? Yeah, that they collect from DRC. Yeah, that is in laptops. It's in cars. It's in everything. Um, like where do we actually? That's what I'm saying when I'm like, where do we go from here? What do we do next? Again, I doubt everyone would boycott Apple. You know, that new iPhone just came out, and I know some people are planning to get it. Me, I'm staying with this phone that I have. I'm staying with this laptop that I have until it's on its last legs and hopefully by the time time comes around who knows what is going to be out there that's a bit more ethical Mm. to put it that way but that's what I mean what are the next steps moving forward with all these you know with all these things um you know I, I don't really see Apple being like oh sorry guys you know you didn't need to go into the RC you know by force and we didn't know that, you know, the materials were being mined by children. So, you know, we're going to just say sorry and, you know, we're going to do it the right way. I doubt Apple will ever come out and say that. So it's just like, where do we go from here? What's the next step? Do we want Apple and, you know, Tesla to take accountability for the way that they're resourcing materials? Yes. But then what happens next? Do they then go and say, oh, well, now we're going to resource it ethically because we didn't know or they'll pretend that they didn't know how they were getting those materials. Or it's Microsoft, is it the company? Too, you know, I'm Dell. Microsoft, yeah. So, like, it's literally all the big powerhouses, all the big tech powerhouses. So it's like, like I said, where do we go from here? Like, what's really the next step? Because, like I said, I doubt anyone's boycotting Apple if we're being serious. Um so it's like yeah so difficult because and the reason why i'm wary is because they're eventually trying to get rid of diesel and petrol cars and if cars are going to be electric or majority cars on the road are going to be electric that's going to put even more strain to mine 
and they're going to be feeling the brunt of it. So it's like something needs to happen now before we even get to that point. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. But I'm just thinking, will people do it, though? That's the problem. That's the thing. We're, that's that's another reason why I'm done with this, because people are all talk, no action. Same people who were cussing my club for not attending the Black Lives Matter protests during the pandemic are the same people who are now shopping in packs and after they were telling me black owned this black owned that black people need to stick together black this black that now you lot have just gone back to your normal ways so and the same thing here people are crying outrage outrage but then when the apple phone comes out you're going to be landing outside the shop so i just don't want to hear it i'm just over it i'm at a point now where i'm over it but something definitely needs to be done but I just don't have any faith in the black community which sounds really harsh but honestly I don't I think we just have to see what happens next to be honest like in the coming weeks in the coming years in fact because again you can have change you can have change in a day but this is this is this is deep 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 systematic like problems this is the the fullest corruption that you've seen like across the globe so it's gonna take time to dismantle corrupt um politicians corrupt systems corrupt governments so again it's just a waiting game and just doing all we can as individuals whether whether you're black white or whatever to bring about the awareness and just to see that change happen but yeah it's just a waiting game unfortunately but yeah hopefully you know some people will actually pay for the consequences at this point it's time to just build the ark and and let god know just we need another floods make everything just needs to be a new wipe flush out everything and start again which sounds mad but honestly I just feel like there's too much wickedness in this world. Oh, this yeah. Definitely. Out. <laughs> Definitely. Like, people are wicked. Our UK government should should let you know people can be wicked. So, yeah, again, like I said, it's just about that waiting game, to be honest. You know, if the trumpets sound the next few years then i wouldn't be surprised you know anyway that's a whole nother conversation i was saying i'm i'm just thinking i said that i was thinking please could i I honestly wouldn't be surprised at this point and maybe that's actually the best thing because where everything is just in decline even to a point where i'm thinking do i even want to bring children into this world because that would be a very selfish thing to do. Yeah, it's true. But hopefully, like I said, in the years to come, you know, the world will be in a in a bit of a better state than it was before. Because let's let's not like let's not act like we haven't come far from what we had before. Mm-hmm. There's definitely been an improvement. You know, I don't mean like technological or whatever, but I mean like serious improvement. But um yeah hopefully god willing 
there will be serious change that comes about in the years to come and we as young people are propelling that change so if we just keep doing what we're doing then hopefully real change will come about yeah man hopefully we'll see we'll actually see But thank you guys for listening to another episode of Refreshers. Usually it's uh, a short episode, but we decided that it was probably best that it be a longer episode just because of what is happening around the world. You know, the relevant links and donation links will be in the description of the episode. We'll be reposting them on our Instagram as well. So stay tuned on there, on Twitter as well. And yeah. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Make sure you stay safe. And yeah. And read the room. Because I'm still triggered. <laughs> <laughs> don't do not do candy at, um, at protests. We don't want to see it. We really don't want to see it. But Akia definitely doesn't want to see no. it. No. <laughs> read the room. But on that note. I was going to say have a great evening as if it, they're watch, listening to this in the evening time. Or, good, or have a great morning, yeah, a great day. Great, yeah. Wherever you are. Definitely. I then, I feel like I, I need to stop doing this American accent because I don't even like America. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. I'm going to still do it anyway. Not to say I don't, I don't care. like them, what? but Let's just scrap I'll... that because you know, well, my dad lives there, so I what well, that sounds so much like oh, I've got a black friend. <laughs> no, I don't hate them, but I just don't stand for a lot of the things that's going on. Um, so I need to s- scrap that accent. Actually, no, I'm talking rubbish, guys. It's late, I'm tired. Um, scrap that. <laughs> Yeah, I'ma still do it because that's just how I am. It's, and because yeah. I know that it, it annoys guys, I'm gonna do it even more. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm still waiting for your Australian one, but nah, don't and next worry. Set, <laughs> next, <laughs> next, next one, next one, next one. Even Australia as well, they are guilty as well. Oh, anyway, <laughs> we'll get that's there. A we'll completely get there. different box that I'm packed. Oh, <laughs> honestly. Yes. But now, yeah, guys, please stay safe um, and please just continue to bring awareness to issues around the globe. And yeah, man, trigger warnings are good. Yeah, trigger warnings are good. And retweeting our podcast, podcast, wow, the English, our (laughs) podcast tweets as well. And, you know, liking our stuff on the gram and all of that stuff is better as well. Yeah, there we go. And if there was any misinformation, please do not, um, please do not be afraid to inform us of the correct information or even more information, so we can also promote that on our platforms as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we 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 rambling now, so yeah. Peace.